Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. for Toronto they're in a 1-1 tie with the Islanders five and a half minutes into the second period after the first Rangers lead the Panthers 2-1 coming up later tonight the Sabres and the Stars and then a big one in Calgary Blue Jackets at Flames Johnny Goudreau returns to Calgary after leaving in free agency over the summer. We'll talk more about that as we move along tonight. The Edmonton Oilers had yesterday off practice today at Rogers Place. They'll practice again tomorrow, getting set to face the Blue Jackets themselves on Wednesday night. It's on 6.30, Chad, with the face-off show at 6, and the game will start at 7.30. Matthias Janmark back on the ice uh, for the Oilers. Missed a couple of games with illness. Evander Kane did not skate today as uh, he was away from the team to attend to a personal matter but the Oilers going well lately they have won six in a row and uh, man oh man it's getting tight at the top of the Pacific Division Vegas has 60 points Seattle 59 LA 58 and then the Oilers 57 the Oilers were briefly in third place but Los Angeles won last night to jump back ahead of them and Calgary not out of it either they have 53 points so seven points between first and fifth in the Pacific Division uh, Seattle has played the fewest games LA has played uh, the most so it's going to be fun to watch that as we move through the second half of the season as the Islanders have just uh, scored Anders Lee getting the goal there so they go up, they go up 2-1 on Toronto a lot of good storylines for the Oilers uh, Vinny DeHarnay doing well we talked last week they got a little more beef in the lineup they're showing a little more team toughness and uh, a little more willingness to to get involved and stand up for each other which is good McDavid's up to 40 goals. The penalty kill is very good lately. It's only allowed one goal against over the last six games, plus the Oilers have a shorthanded goal, so they're actually even while killing penalties over this winning streak. And then, of course, you have Zach Hyman, Mr. Reliable, who is the NHL's first star of the week. Here's McDavid left wing. Centering pass stuffed home. Zach Hyman. First it was Hyman to McDavid. Then the captain goes back to Hyman. And he's got his third goal in two games. Well, I mean, he works so hard, obviously, and he keeps a lot of pucks alive. He's good on the forecheck. Uh, goal setting that hard. Um, opens up a lot of space. So, um, like I said, he's doing a lot of really good things. And uh, it's great to see him get rewarded. And Zach Hyman's going to pick up his second goal of the game. His 23rd of the season. But Hyman sure will. Gave him a little bit. 
creative inside positioning to separate there as Stamkos is trying to haul him in, couldn't do so. Just doing the same things, just, I guess, every year, just try to get better, right? You just try to be a better version of yourself the previous year, so uh, I guess that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do, just be a better version of, of myself and and try to keep adding layers to my game. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, for me, it's, it's, it's just, you know, not worrying about goals or points, just chances and you know, chances for against, you know, for versus against and things like that. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun. Fogle, he's got it right corner. Looks in front of the net. The pass put just wide by Ryan. He scores! Zach Hyman found the loose puck. I see somebody who uh, quietly goes about his business. Uh, zero maintenance player. Uh, in terms of uh, what his needs are. Um, he just goes about his business, whatever his circumstance may be. And I think it's a good lesson for um, some of uh, younger players. He's a, he's a great example for younger players because he comes to the rink with a purpose. He works at his game. Um, you know, he doesn't worry about what he doesn't get. He just makes the most of what he does get. And, uh, you know, wherever he plays in the lineup, I know what type of effort we're going to get out of Zach Hyman. However minutes he plays that night, I know what we're going to get out of Zach Hyman. And there's comfort when coaches know uh, about a player's level of consistency. Well, Zach Hyman now a season and a half into his tenure with the Edmonton Oilers, and I'd have to say he has come as advertised. I, I might even say, well, I will say, He's exceeded expectations. He set a new career high in points last season, getting to 54 points in 76 games. He has already surpassed that point total this year. That's worth noting. He's played 47 games. He has 56 points, 24 goals and 32 assists. His career high in goals is 27. Clearly, he's going to pass that. He already would have passed that if not for video review and four disallowed goals this season. That's something we'll talk about a little bit later on. But you heard that that uh, highlight pack there with some quotes from Hyman and from Connor McDavid and from head coach Jay Woodcroft and Jack and Cam's play-by-play and some of Bob's commentary in there as well. And the one thing Bob said describing that goal is his sheer will. And that's really I mean look Hyman is a skilled player don't get me wrong I mean he he moves well he's got a good shot he's got good vision all those types of things but what do you say you need in hockey you need skill and you need will and I think it's Hyman's will that ultimately separates him from players who might have similar skill or maybe who five six seven eight ten years ago might have had more might have had more skill but didn't have Hyman's will and I, th- I mean this this might sound a little uh, a little hokey but but it, his story is pretty simple it is that hard work pays off and, and Rob Brown has said it numerous times when he and I talk during the Oilers broadcast that he says you, you, you know if you got a, a son or a daughter in hockey or you know you're a coach for young kids or a mentor or whatever for for players at McDavid's level, there uh, there is a certain God-given ability to, to do what they do, especially, you know, with the speed like McDavid or things like that. There, there might be some things that those superstars do that are, are hard to teach, or, or they just have some sort of innate ability or, or greatness that's hard to teach. But as Rob often says, you can encourage your kid or the kids you're coaching 
to work as hard as Zach Hyman. And, and he said it himself, and I, I like how he puts it. And, you know, it sounds simple, but you got to put the work in. But he's done it. He's, he says every year I just focus on being a better version of myself and adding layers to my game. And that's what that's what he's been doing. And then I, I really like some of the things that Jay Woodcroft said. He is a zero-maintenance player. He's a great example for the younger guys. He comes to the rink with purpose. And then this is really important, I think. He doesn't worry about what he doesn't get. He makes the most of what he does get. My oh my, wouldn't that be a, a good lesson just for life if we could all focus on that? Uh, but I, I mean, it's true. Like if, I, I think Zach Hyman's the type of player, if he got his ice time reduced or if there was a game maybe he didn't play a lot, he wouldn't mope about it. He wouldn't think, why is the coach out to get me? He wouldn't throw his hands up in the air and say, what am I supposed to do to get on the ice? He would probably look in the mirror and say, okay, why didn't I play? What do I have to do to help the team a little bit more? And, I mean, he's clearly helping the Oilers. He, I mean, absolutely, he's, he's benefiting by some of the players that he plays with, but he helps them. And... There aren't a lot of nights when Zach Hyman doesn't give you everything you have. I, I can't remember a lot of nights over the last year and a half where I thought, mm, you know what, Hyman was pretty quiet. Even if he's not on the score sheet, he tends to do something important in the game, even as we've seen, uh, fight a little bit, like he did against the Los Angeles Kings. And he was on Oilers now with Bob Stoffer earlier today, and Stoff asked him about that game. That was the last game the Oilers lost two weeks ago today. Um, and, and that might have been a game that the Oilers realized, okay, you know, we got to step up to the physical challenges. And having a player like Hyman fight, who has fought before in his NHL career, and, and you guys know me, I don't think fighting is the be-all and end-all, but I do think it has its place in hockey, and I do think if used wisely, it can be very important, and I think the Oilers did that in that Los Angeles game, and they've taken some of that mentality forward now into their winning streak, and don't forget, Hyman was one of those players who fought in that game and you know as a skilled point producing guy he doesn't have to do that so to speak but but he did it because it rec he recognized it was an important moment to do it so uh he's been fun to watch and i think he's come as advertised and uh, better than advertised and a big reason why the Oilers have won six straight he's on a five game point streak has 12 uh 12 points over that run and he'll try to keep it going against columbus in a few days all right Speaking of the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, they will play Calgary tonight coming up in about an hour and 20 minutes. So it's a big one. It's Johnny Goudreau back in Calgary for the first time since he left the Flames in free agency to go to the Jackets. And he was uh, asked about possibly getting booed by his uh, former fans tonight. It's a compliment if you get booed because they're not booing you if they didn't care, if they didn't miss you. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess some people told me to look at it that way, and um, you know, uh, I look. I guess I look at it the other way. I don't know why, but I feel like you know they don't like me because I'm getting booed. So, um, but you know, you look at it any way you want. Um, the bottom line is, you know, they they want their team to win. They want the Flames to win, and I'm on the other team, so um, so I get it. I I, uh, I understand. All right, Goudreau also asked today when he really knew that he was leaving Calgary. I think it was the last night there. I was still talking to the ownership group here in Tree, and um, that's why it was so hard on me because, you know, I loved, it. I loved playing here. I was so comfortable here. I loved my teammates here. 
coaching staff was great for us last year, and um, the city treated me unbelievable. The fans, you know, everyone. So um, that's what made it so difficult. I, I, at the end of the day, you know, that day, uh, I thought it was best for me to to go somewhere and to go in a different direction. But you know, it was it was like I said, I, it was a hard week, two weeks, three weeks throughout that whole month, and I uh, just uh, you know didn't know what I was going to do, and you know, kind of. I had to make a last-minute decision, and, you know, I decided to go to free agency. So he went to free agency, and he went to Columbus, which not exactly has been the most relevant of NHL franchises over the years, and one which uh, didn't exactly carry a lot of expectations for excellence going into this season, whether they had Goudreau or not. And they have lived down to those expectations. The Columbus Blue Jackets are last in the National Hockey League with 30 points and a 326 points percentage. And Goudreau was asked, all right, so you left, but why the Blue Jackets? It was a great opportunity for, for me and my family. Um, you know, I've got a growing family now, so, you know, we have that distance where, you know, we can kind of do our own thing, but, you know, it's it's close enough where, you know, our families can just you know, walk in the door. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen my dad just walk in the door not knowing he was going to show up and just show up out of the blue. Um, so he's uh, he's been loving that, but... Um, yeah, that was that was important for me, both with my family and my wife, and that was uh, that was really important to me. So that is uh, Johnny Goudreau back in Calgary tonight. Game starts at 7:30. Of course, we'll keep you updated once it gets going here on Inside Sports. So that leads me to our off-topic topic for tonight. Inspired by Johnny Goudreau going back into Calgary, of course, you can always reach out for Oilers conversation or whatever on your mind as well. 780-496-0063. That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed pro all the way. 780-496-0063. You can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins. R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. You can email the show, InsideSports at 630Ched.com. So the uh, off-topic topic, I, Kellen, I don't know how this one's going to go. We, we, we never know how they're going to go. I have no uh, idea what the off-topic topic is. We, so I'm we, we had one last here with week. Breath. We had one uh, last week, I think two or three shows ago, that went surprisingly well uh, about which, because um, Zellers is coming back, right? So which... Which now defunct business or store or restaurant would you most like to see return? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I believe Consumers Distributing was the winner. Yes. So tonight's off-topic topic, inspired by Goudreau going back into Calgary, which former employer would you most like to go back and stick it to and why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. This could, this could be really good. It, it, as it could be a disaster, or it could be such a disaster that it's good, depending on what we get from people. Uh, which former employer would you most like to return to and stick it to, or, or, you know, meet up and say, hey, look at me now, however you want to interpret that, and, and, and why? You could get a, like on this show, you have to at least say, and why? We just don't want a bunch of messages or phone calls, you know, with one or two words and, and that's it, or you hang up. Like, you, you got to give me some sort of a why. Uh, I had a, a, I mentioned this to a, a colleague here today, and he got. Uh, he, I, we'll see if he gives me permission to use his name, or maybe he'll he can even come on and tell the story. If I don't know how late he's here, uh, he like venomously answered A and W. 
very, he had a very negative experience at working for A and W. Oh my! And he would like to go back and and stick it to the folks at uh, at A and W. All right, so that's the off-topic topic. The uh, the on-topic topic, of course, uh, Hyman, the Oilers' winning streak. We're we're going to talk a little bit about the the Oilers' ongoing needs because I still think they uh, they are prevalent, even though the Oilers have won a few games lately. It's twenty after six. Inside Sports on Chet. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Well, I'm excited that James, uh, uh, Trent Brown from James H. Brown is going to be joining us a little bit later on tonight. He's always fun to talk some uh, Oilers football. Who knows uh, what else we're going to get on into a little bit later on. Uh, Oilers practice today. They will play Columbus on Wednesday. Got a bunch more Oilers stuff, of course, still to come, including some really interesting comments by Vinny DeHarnay, the big defenseman who's enjoying life as an NHLer. Well, why not? His team's yet to lose a game he's played in. His uh, his appearance in the lineup uh, started this six-game win streak, which is pretty cool. So the Oilers beat the Canucks on Saturday. All the Bruce Boudreaux stuff was going on. Of, of course, he was let go, as was expected for a long time. Rick Tockett has taken over as uh, the head coach for the Canucks. Jim Rutherford is the Canucks' president of hockey operations, and he did offer uh, an apology for how everything went down. Unfortunately, it's uh, turned out the way it did. Nobody takes great pride in this. I've known Bruce for a long time. He's been a friend, and I feel very bad about it. And if I've offended anybody in the process, I apologize. Yeah, st- a strange situation. I know we've talked about this a lot, but but just really strange situation. And, um, I mean, to me, the one that Rutherford was in control of. So... I mean, I guess he apologized, but he's like, if I offended anybody, well, it's like pretty obvious he didn't he didn't handle it very well. Anyway, uh, he also uh, commented on the way the coaching speculation played out. It's played out in a way that, that was out of our control. Okay, we can we can only do our business the way we see fit, and we can't change our business based on speculation. Okay, so there's all kinds of speculation out there. It's not any different than most situations in professional sports where a team is not winning as much as people would like and and there's speculation that there's going to be changes. Well, there was, but there I mean there was speculation that there was going to be changes and that the next guy was already hired and Ed, Rob and I talked about this before and after the game on Saturday if if you're changing the coach and talk it can't get there till today or whatever well okay don't make Bruce coach a few more games uh, let him go and, and have an interim guy anyway talk it commenting on taking the Canucks job this is a pressure job uh, you know we thrive in it and if you're prepared, if you're prepared under pressure, you deal with that sort of stuff. So um, 
that's why I'm, you know, the, the group that I'm surrounds me is going to help me too. It, uh, it's something I'm excited about. Oilers winning that game 4-2 on Saturday. They do not play the Canucks again this season. And uh, Vancouver going to be hard-pressed to make a charge for the playoffs. They've dropped out of it quite significantly. Okay, we'll get to some of your comments on the Oilers and the off-topic topic. Which former employer would you most like to go back and stick it to? And you'll hear from Vinny DeHarnay. It's Inside Sports on Chet.